The AA Market Consultants present the Mindless Chat Podcast, featuring insight to help you meet your business needs and visions. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Tony with the Mindless Chat Podcast, a podcast where we feature business owner managers and those personalities who are paving their own way in the business field. And today we have Mara from Makeup by Mara. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Everything is great. Everything is very great. All great. Right. Well, like I said, the purpose of this is just to get some of the listeners, typically business owners and those entrepreneurs who are trying to find their way in the world, a little idea of how you got started, what you do, and what makes your business work in. Maybe they can pick up some tidbits. Um, would you let everybody oh, know a little bit about your business? Yes, of course. So uh, my business, I actually have um, my brand for one is, of course, Makeup by Mara. And that is me as a makeup artist and, uh, you know, just doing some of the things that I do do as far as makeovers, weddings, stuff like that. But my actual business is an LLC and it is called Enhanced Beauty. And that more so encompasses the actual services I do. So everybody kind of knows me as Makeup by Mara, but I do have my actual business that I'm building, which is focused on false eyelashes. So I have a line of mink eyelashes that are extremely luxurious and just uh, for that woman or whoever who just loves to be very glamorous all the time. So, um, Going back into that, I mean, I started doing makeup about maybe 10 years ago, like when I was in college, because I used to do some modeling, and um, I always did my own makeup for my shoots and stuff, and so when photographers started asking me, like, hey, who does your makeup? They do great. I need to use them, and I was just like, hey, I do it myself, you know, so um, my favor, I went to my first shoot as a makeup artist to work, and when they handed me my money, I was like, whoa this is what I can do for doing makeup, you know, I can get some money. So um, I initially started working that way, just doing a lot of shoots um, with models and whatnot. And then it just kind of took off from there. Um, You know, they started telling other people, I started doing friends and family for certain occasions and whatnot. And it just kind of grew from there into this thing, you know, and um, when people would start coming to me for advice or lessons. So that's kind of how my makeup business has kind of gotten started. And that's what brought me to get to my actual LLC, which is enhanced beauty, because that's what I do. I just like enhancing the beauty of others, making other women feel good. And so um, my talent can take me somewhere and, and I can help people along the way. That's kind of my motivation as far as the business. It's not just about the money. Like I really genuinely care about people um, and how they feel and their self-confidence and stuff. So really that's kind of where I got my start, you know, myself basically and what I was doing and then just seeing how it can be used on others, how other people can, um, you know, benefit from it and just how it can make people feel. So Enhanced Beauty has been up and running for a good year now. Took a lot of planning, but, um, because of what I love to do, I mean, with makeup, the most intricate detail normally goes on the eyes. And so I just love finishing off whatever work of art I've created with 
some really nice lashes. So that's why I was like, you know what? I love lashes. And sometimes you don't even have to have any makeup on. You can just put some lashes on and be looking amazing, you know? So that's why I focused it more on that when I started everything. But I do do my services under the LLC as well. So that's something I'm working on growing. But for the most part, it all came from, you know, me doing my thing and people loving it. <laughs> okay. So what does it take for one to become a, a, a certified makeup artist? Yeah, so really um, there's a lot of confusion with that because it's not the same as um, being a cosmetologist or an esthetician or whatnot. You don't necessarily have to get those um, licenses or credits. Um, and I'm not really sure why because when you go through those things, you do touch on them. And me, I'm not. I am a self-made self-taught makeup artist I haven't I've been certified through my job cosmetics so that's really nice but for the most part I don't have a particular license or anything so some things that people can do there are certain um you know there's certain makeup academies out there that you can look at online there is events or even um uh, a lot of people do makeup classes where they do certify people, you know? So if you can go to one of those and just learn a few things, learn some of the, um, the trades of what goes on, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple to get certified. It's not too hard. Um, you just have to make sure everything complies within whatever state you're in um, because every state is different. I've noticed because I've, you know, I'm from Texas, but I have lived in Mississippi also, but I now live in California and they are a little more, um, oh, what's a good word, a little bit more strict on that. Um, for the most part, I don't need any kind of license or anything, but a lot of people look for that. Um, but at the same time, it's still just not needed. It just depends on what you're doing. As long as you are professional, you're sanitary, um, that's really all, all you need to keep in mind because at the end of the day, you are touching people's face, you're messing with their skin and whatnot. So, you just have to be mindful of a few things, but it's definitely not hard to seek any kind of accreditation within this field. Okay. okay. That was interesting because I did want to know and was wondering what was the difference between a makeup artist and then like a retail cosmetic associate um, in that regard. Yeah, exactly. So um, there's not really much of a difference. The only difference, because see, even though I have everything that I have going on, I do work for Matt Cosmetics. Um, while I was living in Mississippi, I was working there part-time, but now since I moved, I'm more so just doing freelancing through the company, which is awesome. Same thing. I just go in kind of on call whenever they need people to fill in or if they have extra hours or there's some kind of nice event going on. But for the most part, um, almost every cosmetic company is going to have certain classes that you have to attend, um, to just know about that company and their products. Um, that way you can have product knowledge and at least be able to sell the product. At the end of the day, retail, it's all about sales, 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 sales. So I think the biggest difference self-taught and, and per, a person working for yourself in the makeup world, I mean, you're, you don't necessarily have to worry about selling a specific product. You kind of just go and do what you do and use whatever products you want to use, um, so that's probably the biggest difference with that. But the companies do give you certifications through them. So that's always good because at the end of the day, you're still learning things. Um, you're learning about products and whatnot. But just as a self-taught makeup artist and you're running your own business, 
you have free will to use whatever products you want. You don't have to sell anything. If anything, what you're selling is yourself <laughs> as a self-taught makeup artist who's just kind of freelancing under themselves. You have to sell yourself because that's how you're going to get your business. But you don't necessarily have to sell products, if that makes any sense. Okay. okay. You mentioned that you had you, you recently changed markets. What preparations did you make and what research did you do before you made the change? And then what adjustments did you have to make once you you relocated? Um, definitely the first thing I did reach out to a family member of mine who is a licensed esthetician and just kind of asked her, you know, what is it like out there? Do I need to search, you know, and go into some kind of schooling? Do I need to get into some kind of makeup school or program? Um, should I look even deeper and look into esthetician license? You know, um, I just wanted to know what would be the best thing that would set me up for success when I got out here. And she was honest with me. She said I absolutely did not have to go to any school. I didn't have to get licensed. Um, and she told me the only thing that that would do for me is just kind of broaden my horizons and allow me to incorporate other services to my clients and whatnot. But um, at the end of the day, you just have to know, like, what it is you truly want to do because there's some things that I do like that estheticians do, but I have to question myself, do I really want to do that? Or am I okay with just doing my makeup and doing whatever I do, you know? So um, that was definitely something I had to do a lot of research on. I did research um, programs and certification classes that were like, you know, over the course of a weekend or something. I was looking at a lot of those things, but um, just the people who I have spoken to as far as getting guidance for that, it's, it's not a mandatory thing that I need. Um, however, coming from the South out here, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many more resources and more opportunities for makeup. I mean, makeup is a big deal everywhere, but out here you have LA, which I'm in San Diego. LA is about an hour and a half away. And that's a huge market period for all types of films, um, just all types of events and stuff. So it was definitely it took for me to really start engaging in social media too. Cause that's another thing as a, as a, as an entrepreneur, business owner, somebody who is definitely working for yourself and doing everything for yourself. I mean, you have to be on top of your stuff. So I just started before I even moved out here. Cause I knew I was leaving a huge amount of clientele behind, especially in Mississippi. Um, I needed to make sure that I was going to be able to come out here and get to work. So before I want to say, four months before I we even moved out here. Um, I was, I was hashtagging. I was, um, following people who were here. I was, you know, just kind of engaging in the, the circle that was here. And so, you know, Instagram is probably my biggest outlet as far as a lot of followers, a good following and whatnot. So I was always hashtagging like San Diego, San Diego makeup artists, even before I got out here. And that created buzz and I had people messaging me and trying to get in contact with me before I was even here and luckily their endeavors or their events were um, not until later so it all worked out but um, just them knowing that I was coming was great you know and they liked my work so it was just kind of like you know doing whatever I needed to do to just kind of when I got here I would kind of know what direction that I needed to start looking into um, I did research and look into other people who were into the makeup world also. I also looked at designers and artists and 
um, just people within that artist circle, just period, um, the fashion world, models, everything, you know, boutique owners, just trying to get my hand in like, hey, I do makeup shoot for your merchandise or whatever I can help you with that so you really have to just put your foot out there <laughs> and do all that work okay all right now you mentioned social media what other form what other methods or other forms of technology have you found to be beneficial to you in this in your field well definitely um, social media is so huge because as you know, so many things can just go viral. You have people, you're basically at all over the world. Like that access is amazing. It's an amazing way to get exposure, especially if you, if you know how to market yourself and do it right and just know how to be engaging, be attractive, be appealing to people. Um, and that can be successful for you. But I try to utilize um, Instagram definitely the most because that's where most of my following is. But I also love Facebook. Facebook has definitely grown a lot more. I believe at one time it was like, you know, it was, was popping, I guess. And then it died down for a little while. And now it's back to being this huge hub for businesses and everything. So there's all sorts of groups on there that people make and can have a decent amount of people in there. So when I came, a bunch of San Diego um, groups. There was a one for San Diego models. There was um, a black professionals um, group. And that's something that I post in a lot too. Um, you know, so those are definitely ways that I've utilized the social media, but you also have to take into account other things that have flyers. So those are things that I can pass out. Those are things that I can leave on people's vehicles. Um, you just have to know resources and how to get yourself out there. I always keep business cards on me because if I'm out and about and say I do have my makeup on and somebody says something about it or asks me a question, I can answer it and then I can let them know, oh, and here's my card. I'm a makeup artist, blah, blah, blah. And that just kind of gets me, um, you know, word of mouth that I do work at a makeup counter too because then the people who are coming to see me, I do let them know like, like hey, I don't just work here. I do this outside of here. Here's my card. Give me a call if you ever have anything going on and you don't feel like coming to the store. So um, I'll say definitely this industry is a hustle and you have to be on top of your game. Um, customer service is huge. You got to make sure that everybody feels comfortable. And that's just what I, I, that's what I try to do. I genuinely care about people. And, and it's crazy because I've done folks for certain events and then later on down the road, I'm invited to graduations, I'm invited to baby showers, I'm invited to weddings, you know, it's just like, I, I build really good relationships with people and that is because it's gonna take their word, their reference to also put your name out there and drive traffic towards your business too. Okay, okay. also, and, and looking you up, it's, it's, it's obvious and it's, and it's noticeable that you also have a background in broadcasting. How does your, sure do. <laughs> your broadcasting background benefit you now? Oh, of course. Um, broadcasting has been an awesome foundation for me. Um, and it's just funny because every single thing I've done, it's always makeup has always been there, which is crazy. I think that's why I'm so passionate about it. But um, broadcasting was awesome. So I went to school. I went to college. I actually went to Mississippi Valley State, and I double majored in um, health, physical education, and recreation, as well as mass communications with the emphasis in broadcasting. And 
Um, that just was a new thing for me. I loved it because at the time I was doing modeling while I was in school as well. So me being in front of the camera or talking to anybody or on the radio was not a big deal to me. I wasn't shy. I would get out there with the microphone and just literally go to town with every little assignment we had. I went and just gave it my all. And so when it got to the point where my teacher, she just saw that drive in me, we had a sports show and she had me be the reporter. And I also got to host it like on set. We had a set on campus and we would host that show once a week after the game. And it was just amazing. Um, Learn how to really have that voice projection and making sure that you're enunciating, just learning all of the things that would make you stand out even more as somebody in that field. It was awesome, and I had a great, great teaching team behind me. I mean, I, I love all of my instructors to this day, and I still speak to them. And I landed my first job um, at Jackson State University the um, multimedia journalist for the university. And that was amazing. I was there for about a year and a half. And then after that, I went to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. But, you know, while I was at Jackson State, we did have a morning show. I hosted that with Rob Jay, who is an amazing, oh my God, he's just an amazing broadcaster who's been in the business forever out there. Um, great sports guy. So it was awesome working amongst him because he's basically a legend out there. So that was awesome. But then I, when I moved to Mississippi Public Broadcasting, it was radio. So it was a, a different world, but same thing. You know, I still had to write, still had to be a journalist and all that stuff. But looking back now and to what I do, because even now, I mean, I, I'm on YouTube. So that is another way that I try to, um, I guess, be as legitimate as possible, you know, because anybody can claim to do anything, but I have these tutorials. People can follow me step by step, follow what I'm doing, and just listen to whatever it is I'm trying to say when it comes to makeup. So um, broadcast helps with that because I can literally set up my camera. I can do my tutorial. I can do the editing. I can do, you know, I can just do everything to have a really high quality um, video and just have great content for my YouTube audience. So that's something that definitely helped too, believe it or not. So it's kind of like every single thing I've done just kind of leads back into what I do now, which is crazy. But yes, broadcasting has a huge foundation for me, for sure. And I've even done some motivational speaking, you know, here and there for certain organizations and groups talking about self-confidence and how to you know, use makeup, but don't use it as a crutch or don't use it as a mask. You know, everybody should look at themselves and feel some type of beauty about themselves and just use makeup to, you know, jazz it up a little bit, but not necessarily cover anything up. So that's like the broadcasting has definitely given me that um, confidence to be able to go out and do that as well. Okay. okay. Being that your brand, you are your brand, basically. And you're yes. in one of those, one of those, those tender categories or those delicate categories where the personality is the brand. How do you separate your, your personal identity from your business when you need to? Yeah. Yeah. So what a great question. Um, that is something that I, I honestly am still working on. And I feel like, I feel like I'm doing okay with it right now, but you're, you're so right. You do have to kind of, 
keep your professional world together, but you also can't just totally let your hair down and let people see, um, you know, anything that could be subjective to what it is you're trying to do and put out there. But um, at the end of the day, I honestly feel like I, me as a person, I don't try to hide anything from anybody. Um, I try to be as transparent as possible, and I believe that that helps me in what I do. Um, so that's why uh, there's a very thin line, but I honestly feel like I don't have to necessarily separate much because I, I'm me. I am who I am. Um, and I know, for instance, YouTube is definitely that outlet where people really, really, really get the full effect of me, like me for real. I'm talking to my, my audience. Um, I'm telling stories while I'm doing my makeup. You know, it's just kind of like you're really seeing me not only as a makeup artist, but um, I have other videos talking about um, issues that I've had, you know, with my confidence and whatnot. Um, you know, I have videos about being a mother. I've more so tried to use YouTube as that way for people to, okay, they know I do makeup, they can go there to see that, but they also get a look at me as a person. And I feel like I'm very relatable to people. And that's something that a lot of people have told me they appreciate about me and my brand and what I'm bringing to the table because you know, you can be this great makeup artist, but it's just like, okay, what else is there to this girl? And I always feel like if there's some kind of relatability factor between me and the people I'm either working on or the people who are watching me, whatever, I think that strengthens that connection there. And not only that, I mean, I talk to everybody. If you go to my Instagram, I comment back to everybody. I comment back to everybody on YouTube. It's just that engagement that people appreciate. And then the fact that I can be honest and let people know like, hey, I'm a real person too. It, it, it just means something. So I definitely feel like there are ways that I can kind of um, separate both, but I don't think there's a lot of separation needed. And that's just my opinion. So I just, you know, I do my thing, I be myself, and that's gotten me pretty far so far. Okay. So for the business professionals out there that maybe you're looking to reconnect or ground themselves back into their industry or maybe someone's out there trying to get started, what would you say are three key ideas that you would say they need to focus on? You definitely need to focus on one, your vision. Um, and when I say that you have to know what exactly are you trying to do and you have to know why you're trying to do it. I think, um, of course, money is something that drives everybody. Money makes the world go around, you know, you got to pay for everything, but, at the same time, you can't go into something totally just fixated on trying to get rich quick. So definitely have a purpose behind whatever it is you're doing and stay true to it. So whatever your vision is, just know why you are wanting to do this or why you're trying to do it and just stay true to that. Um, because once you do that and it's actually something you're doing out of the goodness of your heart, um, it's something you genuinely care about, you're passionate about, all of that will follow. You know, you'll get your customers, you'll get your money, all of that will definitely follow, but you just have to make sure you're standing your ground with that. And also, um, another thing to focus on is definitely to appeal to. Um, you have to stay with the times, you have to stay with um, whatever your target audience is, the things that they like, you have to appeal to them. So. For instance, I'll tell you this, like growing up, how I looked at Mary Kay products is it, that was something I just knew I was never going to like, never going to try, never going to do. That was stuff my mom and them used to wear, you know, but now 
here we are in 2017. I'm a makeup artist. I actually have some products in my kit. And it's funny because my stepmother, well, my stepmother-in-law, excuse me, she is a Mary Kay consultant and she's very successful in the business. But as she's showing me some of this stuff, you can definitely tell how the company has totally evolved and changed with the times. You know, you got to look at your competition and see what's hot, see what, what is really buzzing. And you have to figure out a way to stay within that circle. You know, you got to stay relevant with things. So that's something. And also, I would also say, um, don't, don't give up. Don't get discouraged fast. I know that there's a lot of people who may want to start something and it's not going exactly how they want it to be at first. And I've been there. That happens. But if this is something that you truly want to happen and you're passionate about it, stick to it and just, you know, be consistent. Don't give up so easily because nothing really comes easily unless you, you know, you're just blessed or you get super lucky or something, but it, everything's going to take work. So you have to be able to want to put that work in to make it happen. And it definitely will. So that's what I would say. All right. All right. I thank you for all the insight that you was able to provide today. That was, that was very inspirational. Like I said, a lot of people could use that information that you brought today from your experiences. Now, thank you. Before we go anywhere, I would like for you to share how anybody could find you, catch up with you, any event that they had any more questions. Oh, of course. So, um, for sure, you guys can find me on Instagram, which is at Makeup by Mara. It's all one word, and Mara is M A U R A. I'm also on Facebook. And my name on there, my main name is Mara Nicole, but I also have my artist page, which is Makeup by Mara as well. Um, my email is makeupbymara13 at gmail.com. And then my website is www.makeupbymara.biz. And that's where you can just kind of see my spill on my business. You can see my portfolio of my work. And uh, that's also where you can look and see the mink lashes from the Enhanced Beauty line. So um, those are all the ways that you can definitely reach me and contact me. And again, don't be shy because I will respond and I will talk back to you guys. So I'm definitely looking forward to hearing from you. All right. We thank you for coming through today and sharing this advice. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody. This has been the Mindless Chat Podcast. We will catch you the next go around. So until then, go check out Mara. We will see you later. Have a good day.